What's up everyone? Welcome to the Sahil Sagal show where we interview some unstoppable entrepreneurs who are dominating figures in their businesses. Sahil here back again with an awesome insane episode and awesome insane guest. Our today's guest is a real deal. He's a go-to person when it comes to creating viral video ads, a guy behind all the curtains of the big names out there you can think of people like Russell Brunson, Ty Lopez, Brent Brandon Bouchard, Grant Cardone, Frank Kern and the list goes over and over. He has taught over 2000 students how to create high performing marketing videos online. He has produced over 10000 marketing videos over the past 18 years. Without any further ado, let's welcome the creator of Video Formula, Kevin Hansen to our show today. Welcome Kevin. What's up everyone? This is Sahil here and welcome to the Sahil Sagal show where I'm going to be interviewing some crazy entrepreneurs out there who started from scratch with no experience, resources and connections and then later on became unstoppable and dominating figures in their respective businesses. We're going to dive deep into the mindset of these super successful entrepreneurs to find out how they did it and how you can model it too. It's time to pick their brains and uncover all the strategies and tactics which these entrepreneurs used to scale their businesses from nowhere to multiple six, seven and eight figures. Welcome to the Sahil Sagal show. Make sure there we go. How's it going man? Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh great man. I'm super pumped to have you today. Yeah, me too. That's great show. Good. I love your show. Thank you so much man. Means a lot. It's a pleasure and honor to have you once again. So we all have seen your man like attention grabbing thumb scrolling ads. Your work no doubt speaks for yourself. But for those who don't know who you are not who, who are not familiar with you, do you want to share like how you got into this crazy world of video ads and stuff? Yeah, so it was probably about 5 years ago i was really intrigued by marketing and uh, video advertising and i had quite a significant background in making videos for companies and i was always intrigued by it and i wanted to learn more about it because what i struggled with was making ads or sorry making videos for big companies but i didn't really understand um the psychology behind it like what caused people to actually click on something and you know watch a video all the way through and actually take action because that's really what we want at the end of the end of the day is we want people to watch our content we want them to engage with it take action and so um i was really good at making videos right i could you know do what the client told me make this great looking video but i didn't understand the psychology behind it and so i started diving into that and um lucky for me early on in my journey of diving into marketing i was able to work with uh the guys at click funnels and russell brunson and so we started making a lot of um youtube content and then uh slowly started to get into ads but yeah it's uh like you said in the intro i mean i've done thousands upon thousands of videos but only in the last 5 years i've really dove into heavily into marketing so um yeah i've been making videos since about 2004 so it's been, it's crazy to say that it's been almost uh almost 20 years now which is is crazy so that's amazing man the work that you have done in two decades is incredible man and the people that you have worked with like all these big names out there i want to i'm interested to know about the story like uh, we all have seen your ads with russell and uh, obviously the funnel hackers tv that you have done edited the videos for that but want to uh, hear a story about how you partner up with russell brunson like what was the story behind it <laughs> yeah so he put a post in the ClickFunnels Facebook group 
um, it was probably about, you know, almost five years ago now. And I, uh, I saw it, it was like nine o'clock at night and I'm like, I have to comment on that post and, and see if, uh, you know, I can get in with them. And cause he said that they needed an editor for some projects that they were working on our new project. And so I put some links to my videos and the comments. Luckily I had done some stuff with Infusionsoft, which is one of their biggest competitors, at least at, at the time it was one of their biggest competitors. And so I'm sure that that caught his eye. And then, you know, I put some links to some other stuff and like kind of name dropped a few big companies that I had worked with. And then, uh, you know, within 15 minutes of me commenting on that post of his, he was messaging me privately on Facebook Messenger. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, you know, just pacing around the room going, oh, my gosh, like Russell's Russell's actually talking to me. This is crazy. I was like immediately I was like, oh, this is this is like his assistant or something like there's no way he's talking to me. And it, like, sure enough, it was him. He said, add me on Voxer. I had never heard of Voxer. I was like, what is this? And so we started chatting on there and then uh, started working on some projects. So the and the rest is history. So. Oh, man, that's good. It's just with the one post that it's all started. And obviously that uh, comment that you did, it's great, man. It's like when you were at the right time, you are at the right place at the right time, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I, I owe a lot to Russell. He's he's an amazing guy. He's helped me connect with some amazing entrepreneurs over the years. And uh, it really kind of um, took my business into a completely different direction that I never expected. So it's it's been a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. He has impacted lives, so like everyone's life out there. I started in yeah. 2020 with the same thing. I saw his uh, One Funnel Away Challenge video and that intrigued me into the world and then everything changed since that. Uh, <laughs> since that time. Really, really a great guy. But when you were working with uh, these, obviously, uh, he got to introduce you to all the big names out there. So any interesting behind the stories I'm interested to know, like while working with these people? Um, I mean, I don't know if I have any interesting stories but it's you know i've been out to boise a few times early on when we started working together and just hanging around them it's like hanging around you know someone that you've known for a lot of years like a friend like they're just down to earth cool people and um you know they're all they're like the rest of us they just like to you know um wear pants and a t-shirt to work and just like hang out and just uh you know have a good time um but i don't know it's just uh i mean i would say that being backstage at like funnel hacking live that was really cool being able to be around some of those you know highly successful entrepreneurs and just being able to to chat with them and they're all just regular people like we are you know just getting ready to go on stage and just want to put on a good show and um yeah they're just uh they're just great people i can't say enough great things about them so yeah, I, I saw your clip with Brendan Bouchard when he was following you on that Instagram. You asked him to follow. That, that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't guy. expect that to happen because I pulled out my phone and said, um, hey, well, I asked him first, is it cool if I do this? I'm going to pull out my phone and make you follow me on Instagram. And he's like, yeah, totally, man. Cool. And then uh, he just said all this great stuff about me that I didn't ask him to say at all. It was just really unexpected. And um, yeah, he's a cool guy, too. I mean, he's what I consider like a bro, right? Like he just... Yeah. He just the way he talks and the way he is. Uh, he's just a cool dude that you want to, you know, be around and hang out with. And because uh, you see him on on camera, you see him on stage and he's very polished. But then when you see him backstage, he just is like a regular guy and he's just fun to hang around with. So, 
Yeah, I know he's so raw. Uh, I got a chance to meet him at last year. This uh, funnel hacking live, and he was just standing on the side of the doors, and he was like, "Yeah, man, how are you doing?" And all that. I had a, got a t- job, chance to talk to him for five minutes. Really raw guy. I yeah. really love that. Did you notice any of this follow-up question coming in my mind? Did you notice any difference between while working with them, like all these big names, and the other ones? I'm sure you might have worked with other people for sure. Any difference between working with them and other other people? Any big differences? Yeah, that you notice that all these people had uh, something different among other video creators or other uh, entrepreneurs. Um, I would say that they're uh, they're they're very hands on. I mean, they're a lot of the stuff that you see with the funnels and you know the emails and the videos and just everything that's that's happening. I mean, they're very involved in it. Um, they do have teams that are working on their stuff, but at the end of the day, they they have their signature on everything that goes out versus like if you work with a, a bigger company, there's just, I don't know, there's just so much going on and there's just so many people involved that it kind of, you know, I don't know, things just don't always get done properly. But like working with the, you know, when they have their name on it, like Brendan or Russell, like yeah. they they like to make sure that, you know, it's, it's top quality when it's going out. So um yeah, I don't know. That's the first thing that I could think of as the big differentiator. But I would say it's it's way more fun working with, uh, you know, the influencer types because, you know, they've they've got quite a following and they're uh, they're just it's, it's just really cool. It's kind of like you're working with a celebrity in a way. I mean, they are celebrities in our world yeah. and um, it's a lot of fun when you can when you can work with them and get to know them. Right, right. And if anyone wants to get into this world, of like working with all the big entrepreneurs names out there, what would your suggestion would be to those people? How to get, how to bump into their world? Um, I would definitely say just, you know, keep working on your craft, whatever that is. If it's videos, if it's, you know, you're a copywriter, funnel builder, designer, um, get really good at it to the point where people start noticing you for that one thing. Um, and that's what I've really focused on over the last five years is becoming really good at video ads. So when people think of video ads, hopefully they think of me. And um, another thing is to, you know, I, I've done this multiple times is don't worry about, you know, charging them money for anything. I mean, if you can just get them to look at what you're doing, that's a huge win. So if it's like, you know, you want to, build a free, um, I don't know, a funnel for them, right? And um, get it over to them and just get them to look at it. Like that's a huge win for you. So don't always worry about getting paid because that's what I did with them was like, they were asking me, okay, cool. Like, let's, we're going to try you out. How much does it cost? And I like, wouldn't tell them. I just wouldn't give them a number how much it's going to cost because I wanted them to see my work first. I wanted that Mm -hmm. to speak for itself before they ever decided to give me any money. I wanted it to be really be worth it. And so I was just cranking out as much good stuff as I could for them in the beginning before we ever had that conversation about money. Um, And I've done this countless times with, you know, large clients that I landed. Like when I started my business in 2011, I got the opportunity to get in front of a huge company. They're a billion dollar company now. And um, I just I wanted them to let me make them something. I I wanted them to see my work. And so I said, I'll come out. I'll do this whole shoot. I'll do everything for you. I'll make the video and I want to do it for free because they were looking at other um, video companies at the time and they were trying to make a decision on the best one. And so, of course, all the other video companies probably are sending them these lavish proposals and telling them how much it's going to cost and all this stuff. And 
I differentiated myself by saying, let me just make you guys a video for free and uh, let's just take it from there. And um, I recently did that, you know, a month ago with another company, this huge wireless company. And they had a bunch of other companies that were competing for their business. And I made them a free video ad. And then so now guess what happened? Now they're they're hiring us to work on their stuff because they were able to see what we're capable of. So it was like a sample, right? So that's my that's my biggest uh, piece of advice for people is to, you know, do some free stuff. Just kind of show show them what you're uh, what you're all about before you start charging them money. That's right. They're a diamond nugget, man. Really, people who are listening, watching, that's a piece of advice right from the man himself. Don't just run run after the money. You gotta be getting paid. Obviously, the byproduct should all uh, will be there. But the point is your presence. I think you are. Uh, you have to show your visibility. Like you you can do this thing for them uh, by keeping the money part aside. That's amazing, man. And for people, uh, like sometimes I was also at this stage when I was starting out. Like we are hesitate uh, hesitated to come on the camera to make a video. Like it, it looks like a big task. Like it's a big thing, uh, and a lot of limiting beliefs coming in the mind. So according to you, like according to your experience and all, if a person has to start over with that, with the coming on the camera, making their live video, what would you prefer to be do? Like a Facebook Live, a YouTube, or an Instagram, TikTok? What what would you suggest to that person? For somebody who uh, is looking to start creating some content, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's something that I even even I struggle with, and it's a uh, you know just consistency. Even if it's like you turn on the camera and make a ten second video and just get it out there just doing the act of uh of making content consistently is going to be huge i mean yeah you're going to make some videos and maybe the first hundred videos might not get any really any engagement or that many likes or comments or you might not get that many followers but eventually it starts to catch on and so um i know this because i've worked with the clients that i've worked with and i see what they do so i can't speak from personal experience because i'm I'm not great at turning on the camera and shooting videos, even though I have done it, but um, I do need to get better at that moving forward. But we're always, <laughs> so, we're so busy working on the, the stuff for our clients. But when I see them doing it, that's exactly what they're doing. They're just consistently putting out content. So it's like, you know, taking stuff like this where you and I are having conversation, I could take this video file and hand it over to a VA and have them chop it up into, you know, 50 different videos and put it out on social. Um, just, uh, turning on the camera. Maybe you do it once every Monday morning where you sit down for an hour and you just record some stuff and maybe you record five videos for that week and you just put them out on TikTok and Instagram, but just having that consistency of, uh, putting it in your calendar and knowing that, okay, from this time to this time, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to make some videos no matter what it takes, you know, record those videos. And if you have to, if you don't have the time to edit them, send them out to, to a VA, like I said, have them edit them or just put them up, put them up the way they are. I mean, let TikTok do the generate the captions, let Instagram generate the captions, keep it as simple as possible. But really, it's just um, if you don't put yourself out there and become more visible online, if all they see is a picture of you, they can't really connect with you. They can't really like get to know you and build rapport with you if they just see a picture of you. So People just want to see what you look like. You know, what do you look like when you're talking? Do, does that person seem friendly? Like they just want to get to know you. And so the more content that you have online, the more stuff that people can stumble upon, um, even on YouTube, right? Like YouTube is great because you can put out content 
and people will find it five years from now, 10 years from now, because it might solve a problem that they have um, and they're going to find your video. And so the more content you have out there, the more opportunity you have for people to find you and hire you. And so I found that I have found that from personal experience. I jumped into YouTube. Um, it was right before our third kid was born and I was doing a lot of YouTube videos and I grew it to like almost 10,000 subscribers pretty quickly. And then I like totally just dropped off the face of the earth because we had a third kid and life got crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, but still people reach out to me from those videos that I made. And this was like 2017 and there's still, I still get messages from those videos that I made. And so you will reap the rewards of that, the videos that you make for years to come. So it's totally worth it. Yeah, that's so true. And you remind me of that Gary J. White quote that he talks about, like, you're going to suck first time, you're going to suck less second time uh -huh. and then third time. <laughs> it's all about that. Exactly. Yeah. Take the step. A lot of time, uh, people, what I've seen, even I had this thing in my mind, like sometimes, oh, I need a fancy setup, like this expensive camera, studio lightning and all that stuff to make. What would you say? Is it, uh, what credit would you give to all these things to make, like uh, when it comes to your craft, like an example, uh, creating profitable video ads, all these expensive cameras, the fancy lighting stuff. What would you say about it? Yeah, the industry has changed quite a bit especially even in the last couple of years where the more authentic that the videos look, um, the better they seem to perform. Now I can't say that for every type of industry. Like if you have, you know, if you're trying to sell, I don't know, a, a certain product or something where people expect a highly produced video, um, it's different, but definitely um, you don't need all the expensive equipment you know, most of the time, what we're finding is that if you just turn on your smartphone and you record some videos or you hire someone else to do that, those videos tend to outperform the ones that are highly produced. And it's unfortunate for us because we are video creators and we take our videos very seriously. We like to make them look great, sound great, have all the fancy graphics and stuff like that. Um, but you know, there's definitely something to be said for the ones that look like they were shot on a smartphone. Like if you're pulling out your phone, you're walking around outside recording something that looks like it was just a regular, you know, TikTok organic post. Um, those ones tend to do really well because people's, you know, people's BS meters are a lot higher than they used to be. They're seeking authentic content now. So when they see something that looks like an ad, immediately they're turned off by it and they can't wait to like skip it or scroll past it. So the ones that look like just a regular organic video tend to do really well. Um, and I can't say that without like, you know, mentioning the fact that it's nice to have both. Um, mm -hmm. If you have the resources and the ability to make the highly produced videos, you know, go for it, but have both. That way you can test them and see which ones are going to perform the best. We do all styles um, in our agency. So definitely try them, try them both. But if you're just getting started and you don't have the budget, you don't have all the all the resources to make a highly produced ad, definitely make some ones on your smartphone and uh, just get some content out there. Um, I would spend a lot of time on the creative marketplace on TikTok to really mm -hmm. understand the trends and understand what videos are sort of like supposed to look like right now. Um, if you go on there, it's kind of like if you're going and doing research on the Facebook ads library, you can go on the TikTok creative marketplace and you can actually yeah. look at other people's ads 
And a lot of them, they, they just look like a regular TikTok video that somebody shot. I mean, sometimes they're doing dances and just weird stuff, but you'll get a, you'll start to understand patterns. You'll start to understand trends for how they're doing their hooks, um, how they're, you know, how they're wording things, how they're shooting things, just, you know, some of the humor that's in them, things like that. And so once you've watched like, you know, 20, 50, 100 videos, you'll really start to understand how you need to start mm -hmm. making your videos look. So, yeah, that's something I would highly recommend doing. Absolutely. That makes sense. And as we were talking about it, like what are the core elements that you see uh, to make the video ad work according to your experience? Um, we have uh, 10 ingredients that we're always looking at when we're creating video ads for our clients. And so, you know, not every video needs to have all 10 of the ingredients, but mm -hmm. we're always thinking about things like um, the pattern interrupt in the beginning, like what's something that's going to make it stand out when somebody's scrolling on social media like is it you know you got something that's on fire or you know you're spinning around in a circle you're waving your hands at the camera just something to get people to stop scrolling to get their attention that's the pattern interrupt mm -hmm. and there's a number of different ways that you can do that you know maybe it's doing a, a wearing a weird a wig or having those funny face apps on your face or whatever it is just getting getting something weird uh in the beginning um having a, a hook in the beginning that gets gives people a reason to stick around. It's like, you know, um, you're never going to believe what I found out, like, you know, check this out or, you know, keep watching this video. I never expected this to happen or, you know, just weird hooks that you can put yeah. in the beginning. Uh, definitely try out more than one, especially if you're running, you're turning on a paid campaign. You don't want to just take one video ad with one hook throw it out there and expect to just, you know, magic to happen. You've got to try different stuff. Even the best marketers in the world, they still don't know without a shadow of a doubt what's going to work. They're just trying lots of stuff because there's, for some reason, some like the weirdest hooks will outperform other ones. You know, they, they know like, you know, when they're good and like take Russell, for example, right? He's done, you know, marketing for a long time. He knows like, okay, if I create five videos, with, you know, five different hooks, one of them's probably going to hit because he's done it enough times, but he's still testing others, a bunch of stuff to see which one hits. I mean, they do that with their funnels, right? They yeah. try out different headlines at the top. They have, they know like, okay, we have the best chance of success because we've done this enough, but we're going to try five different ones and see which one's going to hit. They don't know which one's going to hit. So, um, try out different stuff. And then, um, you know, I'll just give you guys like two more ingredients, but you want to make sure that you're identifying people in your video because you're speaking to a specific um, niche of people, right? So if you're going after, I don't know, stay-at-home moms or you're going after real estate agents, you want to make sure that you mention that in the beginning of your video ad so that way they know you're speaking directly to them. Because otherwise, if they're not somebody who's, who's that type of person that, that identifies like that, then uh, they're not interested in your content. Because as soon as you say... Hey, are you a real estate agent? You know, and they are, they're going to stick around and watch your video mm -hmm. most likely. Right. But if they're, if they're not a real estate agent, then it screens those people out. And so it keeps your, uh, keeps your ad dollars down. So identifying people in your ads is super, super important. But, um, and then of course, you know, what you, you guys have always heard before is talking about pain points, right? People want to yeah. know, is this addressing my pains that I have? Like I want to get more, more leads. I want to close more deals as a real estate agent, right? Like I want to talk to more buyers. I want to talk to more sellers. So whatever it is that they're 
um, that they're facing in their business, you are the person that can help them with that pain or the desire that they have. And so um, those those are just a couple of the ingredients that we're always making sure that we put in our ads and we're always thinking about them. But um, yeah, there's 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 a few psychological elements that you want to make sure that you have in your ads for sure. Absolutely. That makes sense, man. Really, uh, it's a market who decides what's going to perform, actually. It comes with experience and all that. So Henry asked a question here. What about leveraging AI to assist a solopreneur with script content or graphics? Um, so what we have done is we kind of use the AI when we're writing a script and we're trying to just come up with a new way of wording things. Mm-hmm. Like we won't, I won't, I won't put in a prompt into the AI and expect it to generate this perfect video script because I know it's, it's just the way that it writes is just too, I don't know. It's too, um, polished, I guess it's too like I felt direct response yeah. and it just sounds too like perfect. Like the words that it uses are not, you know, you want to like break things down and make it so that a fifth grader could understand it. Right. And so the AI is great for like giving you some ideas. And then what you can do is if you, have the AI generate something like, let's say it generates like this 500 word script and you look at it and you go, okay, cool. And then you'll take that, bring it into, uh, you know, your word doc, and then you rewrite it to the way that you want it. And then you can actually put it back into the AI and say, Hey, um, here's a script that I wrote. Can you rewrite this to make it more humorous or whatever? Right. So you can like, you know, literally copy paste your entire script in there and it'll reword it again. And, so you can keep playing with it, but like, yeah, we found that it's not, it's not great for generating a script from A to Z, but it's, it's a good place to start to give you some ideas for sure. Um, and specifically for like, if you're wanting to come up with some ideas for organic videos, you could tell the AI, like, um, write me, you know, 10 video ideas that are, are um, you know, around the idea of like how to create high converting video ads. This would be for me, right? How to create high converting video ads. Give me 10 topics to talk about and it'll give you some stuff. So yeah, it's, it's just a good starting point is to answer that question really. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's better to remove that, your, you know, that blinking cursor on a blank screen. You have <laughs> yeah. at least, at least to start right. with something. And then yeah. it's more of the formal thing. I think it's rather than informal and people are like, they want to hear like, Hey, I'm talking to you, not to, in general public like that. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Cool, man. And it would be interesting to know, man, like what makes Kevin thumb scroll stop when you are looking at content? Um, I, I'm a big proponent of the pattern interrupt and the hook. I love that stuff. So if somebody can get me, um, get me hooked in with like, you know, wait, it's like a wait till the end. You'll never believe what happens. Like that type of stuff, like always gets me. Cause I'm like, I want to see how this thing unfolds. So yeah, I, I, I like that stuff. Um, or if somebody's teaching something that I didn't know where it's like, you know, three secrets to, to get, um, more followers on TikTok and you know, that no one else is talking about things like that. So yeah, I spend a lot of time watching ads. I've got a list of ads on my phone. Like I'll be on Facebook and I'll see an ad that catches my attention. And I'll copy it, copy the link and save it on my phone. But I would say like the ads that don't catch my attention that are just, they're just frustrating to me is like if somebody just turns on the camera and starts talking 
and the, and there's no editing there's no graphics on top there's there's just nothing like i almost don't even care what they're selling i just don't even want to watch it it's so boring to me so those ads frustrate me more than anything and so if you're doing that you need to stop doing that like <laughs> put put a little bit more work into it you know just uh you got to have more bells and whistles cuz that stuff's just boring absolutely makes sense well, what is the one uh, this coming into my mind as that what's the one you can say biggest weapon or a secret tool that you always carry in your toolbox no matter what um <clears throat> i mean there's so many but i'll give you guys one that's pretty new and uh not a lot of people know about it but you can take someone's voice right like uh let's say we're working with like i'll just name like a you know crazy celebrity like let's say we have like you know Dwayne Johnson the rock or something right and we have a minute of his voice talking about something um and maybe we're working on a video ad for him but we wanted him to say this one specific sentence or call to action but we didn't have him record it and there's no way you're going to get him back on camera to do that yeah so there's this thing called 11 labs it's 11labs.io you can plug in a minute of his voice into the ai and now you basically can tell him to say anything you want and so you could say have him say like oh kevin anson's the most amazing video ads guy in the world i mean you could you could say have him say whatever so obviously it could be used for evil right but yeah. you know if you're using it for a project you could say you know have him say like oh make sure to click the link below there's you know we only have uh, limited access or, or limited this only this only uh, available for a limited time and so you can tell the ai to spit out um different different things so we've used that a lot for for video ads for our clients when we didn't have them say a specific thing and it's amazing that you can do that now because you could do it with descript um prior to this but you had to train descript i mean you had to literally spend i think it was like 2 or 3 hours and you had to read a script that descript gives you and you had to read it and then descript would be able to to create, to, to to output your voice um but now just being able to only have to input 1 minute of somebody talking and then now it can like speak back whatever you want that's been a really really cool tool for us in editing to have and uh yeah we've been using it a lot and i've only known about it for a couple weeks which has been like i'm like where was this tool before this is amazing so <laughs> yeah yeah it's changing the entire game i saw that i think a video on the tiktok as well somebody did that with the donald trump video uh, that clip small clip they did yeah. that the same yeah. thing At yeah same it's time, incredible it has to be used very carefully can be used against that something yeah yeah all right i'm going to come to the last question man what's something you would say that everyone should start and stop doing when it comes to producing video ads um i would say that you know they should definitely start um putting out just putting out some video ads you know just uh give stuff a try like like i said earlier go on tiktok and do some research cuz that's probably the best place to understand the trends and um you know make some make some ads where you're doing what we call the value plus cta so you're teaching something mm-hmm. so you start off with a hook where you're telling people in this video I'm going to give you three secrets to whatever it is or three steps to whatever it is right and then you mm-hmm. teach the thing you give them the three secrets and then you do a light call to action and with our <clears throat> our clients that we're working with we have found that 
the value plus CTA videos are just hard to beat there. It's that, like that reciprocity, right? Like you're giving somebody something in an ad that they can take as additional, you know, additional knowledge in their life. Now they can walk away with it and they feel that reciprocity towards you to where, oh, this guy taught me something like he must know he or she must know what they're talking about. So maybe I'll click their link and see what they have to offer versus if you're just, you know, doing this pitch fest where you're talking about how great you are and you're talking about the product and how it solves all these problems. And then you tell them to click the link. Those ones can work, but we've just found that the value plus CTA videos are outperforming all the rest. So make some value videos. That's the first thing. Um, and then things that people should stop doing is, I mean, that that's the biggest thing that I, I go towards is what I talked about before. Really. It's just not, creating those videos where you're just sitting in front of the camera and you're talking about how great you are and there's no editing. There's nothing fancy about it. You're just talking about who you are and how great you are and all this stuff, but you're not thinking about the customer at the end of uh, like on the other side of the lens, right? Like what are they going through? Like what are their pains? Things like that. Cause that's one of the things that I, <clears throat> the mistakes that I made when I was making videos in the corporate world was, it was all these companies that we were working with, they were making that mistake where they just, they wanted to talk about how great they were like, Oh, we've won all these awards and we've, you know, we've worked with all these cool people and we, you know, this is our company. This is how big it is. This is how much money we make, but people don't care about that. They just want to know how is your product or service going to solve my problems? Like what's in it for me? Like if you were, they're like taking the time out of their day to watch your video, they don't want to hear about you. They want to hear about how it's going to help them. And so make sure that you're addressing that in your videos. That's the most important thing. So that's a mistake I see people making is they spend the first 20 to 30 seconds of the video ad introducing themselves and talking about how great they are, but no one cares about that. Like they're already gone. So right in the beginning, you need to get to the, how does this help the person on the other side? That's right on, man. Yeah, really love that one. Any resource that you uh, you have for like uh, for our audience or where they can learn more about it, they want to go dive deep into the same concept of. Uh, I know you have that video uh, formula something challenge. It's a five day challenge, right? Is, is it selective? You want to um, yeah, I have the the five day challenge. I haven't really been running that for a while. Um, but the best way for people to to get in um, to what I'm doing now is if you don't have the video formula, just go to thevideoformula.com and uh grab that because that's the 10 ingredients where i break down all of the stuff and you know i spent a lot of time breaking down each one of the 10 ingredients give you a bunch of examples and how you can apply them to your videos and that's that's the best way to kind of get into my world so the videoformula.com yeah awesome man i'm gonna be dropping that link into the show notes people who are watching or listening to it so it's the the videoformula.com definitely gonna be dropping that link any last message for our buddy entrepreneurs out there kevin before we round this up one uh, one other one too is uh i forgot to mention is the um the go to the video ad formula.com so mm -hmm. that one is where i teach the 10 ingredients plus i have the ad types where they're um basically like how do you combine, how do you take those 10 ingredients and combine them into specific formulas? So I have 10 ad types mm -hmm. that we use. And I actually taught this stuff into um, Russell Brunson's inner circle and his uh, two Com club X students. And so it's, it's actually part of their members area now, which is really cool. And so that's what that training is. So the, the video ad formula.com. So check that out too.
that's amazing man definitely going to be dropping that link as well cool man i was saying that is there any last message that you want to give to our buddy entrepreneurs right uh, before we round this up um no i would say just uh definitely just start creating content um it's going to serve you in so many different ways where it's you know people just learn more about you learn learn that you are the person to go to for that specific um you know expertise so create some content get it out there even if it feels like no one's watching for a while it's a uh, it's worth it in the long run um and also i mean i'll just say like entrepreneurs they even when you look at the most successful entrepreneurs they all have bad days and so lo- don't let the ba- the bad days stop you like we all have bad days right i'm sure that you has sahil you've had plenty of bad days in your business right but you always knew that you're you're going to overcome it so there's going to be failure there's going to be things that um that don't go well so just don't let that stop you just always keep going and never give up so yeah thank you so much for listening to the podcast and if you have enjoyed this episode make sure to visit dreamclientsecrets.com to get more information about how you can grow and scale your online business and if you love this show don't forget to leave me a five star review and i will see you in the next episode